What's up, my fellow lionesses and lions? Welcome to the Project Lioness podcast. We are here to disrupt the mainstream narrative when it comes to health, holism, and human consciousness. We are here to share bold truths about health and life from a female perspective. This episode is brought to you by our team, Inspire Co., where we stand for your health being inspired by choice rather than being inhibited by chance. Thank you for being here and joining in on these raw, real, and powerful conversations. We hope our show brings you inspiration and empowerment to overcome challenges, reclaim your life, and ultimately pursue your mission with power, purpose, and play. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey, 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 my fellow lions and lionesses. This is Dr. Mel coming at you with the Project Lioness podcast for a, another little mini sound bite, little bite of your day. I'm calling them mini sound bites, even though they're probably like half an hour to 40 minutes. But for me, that's a significant amount of time, but not too long like our other ones that have our co-hosts, other co-hosts are the lionesses on here. So I'm excited to dive into this one. Grab your pen, grab your paper, grab whatever you take notes with, and let's get into it. All right. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about the illusions of time and healing and some of the myths of healing that I have alluded to in previous podcasts. If you haven't listened to future or rather past podcasts where I've talked about different illusions and paradigms of healing, I definitely recommend going back and listening to those because they're really going to relate to this one. And the reason why I wanted to come in here and talk about this one is because sometimes, not as much anymore, but when I have new clients that work with me, whether it's coaching or practice members in the office, some people ask, you know, why why does it take so long to see results? Or like, when am I going to see results? Or, you know, what's the timing of this? And, and some people get results really quickly. And other people, it takes longer. And we have to ask, why does that happen? You know, why does it take time to get to a state, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, why does it take time? And I love jamming on this concept because there's a couple things that are kind of meta here. Time, number one, (laughs) which is an illusion. If you've spent any time with me, you know I like to get meta. And time is definitely an illusion. Time is not real. Now, we humans have created time when it comes to understanding when something happens and then the next thing happens, the space in between that is what we call time. If you actually study physics, time is really just moments of space upon itself and time is really just a perception because you know when you're doing something you love and it feels like no time has passed at all and when you're doing something you're not inspired by, it feels like time just drudges on. Like 10 minutes can feel like an hour, right? And that is a really interesting phenomenon that happens especially in our brain. Another example of this, which if you haven't listened to the previous episode, listen to that because that talks about how to actually own your day and feel like a little bit more timeless with your day when you do what you love. But another example of this is when we're operating out of fight or flight and we're operating in more of our sympathetic state 
or our deeper like freeze state and we feel we're in that fight or flight mode, time can also collapse where it feels like things are rushing. It feels like you're rushed with time. It feels like you don't have enough time. Your heart rate elevates, your blood pressure your blood pressure goes up, your digestion system, digestive system goes down. And literally the things that help us keep our biological clock in sync with nature also start to become dysfunctional and disoriented towards our timing and rhythm of nature. We live in a culture where we definitely try to speed up time and make things go faster than what our nervous system, our biology tells us. So when we're operating in more of that fight or flight mode, our perception of time definitely changes, even though time itself, space-time rather, has not changed. So I'll get off my meta horse for a second, but just to, you know, you know me, I like to go really big cosmic view all the way down into like applying it to our day-to-day life because we're operating in principles here, okay? So one, time is an illusion. But then people ask the question, well, it took me four months to see results, which by the way, is, is pretty quick when it comes to holistic healing because we're working with the laws of nature. We're not necessarily giving you pills or potions or lotions. But people ask, you know, when am I going to receive results? Or when should I expect to see these changes? And I say, look, there's a variety of factors involved. One, what other things are you doing to support your physiology outside of either the coaching or the office? And are these things that you're doing in support of your physiology? Are they constructive or are they potentially destructive? And that's going to be person dependent. So what builds someone up in one capacity may break someone down in another capacity. You know, are you drinking water? Are you moving? Are you spending time in nature? Are you breathing? Are you spending time with people that really inspire you? Or are you taking on low priority distractions that exhaust you and almost negate your healing and your wholeness journey, right? So that's one thing we have to consider is what are other factors at play that either support your wholeness journey or maybe don't support your wholeness journey? You also have to ask yourself, what is your goal, right? Is your goal just to be symptom-free? If you haven't listened to my other soundbite, listen to that, how symptoms can actually serve and they're part of the solution. Is your goal just to be symptom or pain-free or is your goal to live the most aligned, expressive, authentic version of you? Is it to have more vitality? Is it to have more energy, right? It's easy in the restorative paradigm of healing to focus on you just want less of something versus looking at what do I want more of in my life? And not even just, I'm going to open up your paradigm here. It doesn't have to be just physical. It can be in your relationships. It can be in your job. It can be in your business. It can be with your family. It can be with your finances. In our office, nothing is off limits. So if all you're going for is just to be pain-free or symptom-free, then you have to ask yourself, well, why do you think the symptoms are there in the first place? How do you think the symptoms got there in the first place? Rather than just trying to get rid of things that are getting you to wake up, what if you could use those things to elevate different parts of your life? Just a question to consider. So healing is really person-dependent. And another myth I'm here to share with you is people think like, Once I'm healed, 
I, I'm good, right? Like I, I don't have to like contribute energy to my life. When healing my friends is a never ending experience. Healing is always happening. Your body and its intelligence is always trying to come back to center, to come back to balance, to come back to homeostasis all the time. No matter how much you assault it, how much shit you throw at it, it is always healing. It's just your perception of the healing experience has been altered. So you're never like not healing, okay? It's your perception of what you think healing and wholeness is that has been altered and disoriented most likely from the cultural paradigm. So healing is always happening. But you have this idea that once I have no symptoms, I'm healed. And that is a big fucking myth, my friends. I'm here to break the fuck out of that myth because when you are centered and aligned, do you experience slightly less feedback loops in the form of symptoms? Yes, that is definitely an outcome. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean you won't ever experience challenge again. It's just that the challenges will be more inspiring to you. The challenges and the quote unquote pain and symptoms will change form into a different form in your life, into a different part of your life that is more inspiring and less despiring. So oftentimes it goes from physical challenges to maybe you start to pursue a different relationship or you start to pursue a different career and all of a sudden the symptoms and the challenges go into that form and your body has less of it. I know for me, the more I returned back home and claimed my body in my healing and wholeness journey, the physical challenges went away and the challenges emerged in other ways as far as my vision and my mission that I'm more inspired by, right? And I don't perceive them as challenges or quote unquote symptoms as much. But I want you to really break this illusion of like, you're never going to have symptoms again. You're never going to have challenges. They just simply change form the more aligned you get in your body, mind, and spirit. Now, another myth is that he, people will say, and I have to catch myself saying this too, and I, I do say it in the beginning until you're maybe at a different level of mastery with me, is that healing takes time. Healing takes time. And while some of that is true, what we just talked about is that healing happens in a moment. The moment that you get an entrainment on the table with us, the moment that you get an adjustment. That healing happens. My, my right hand is healing, so I'm, <laughs> my right hand is still expressing symptoms, but I'm trying to snap here. The healing happens in a moment, literally in your physiology. The transformation happens in a moment. The biochemistry the neurology. That's why, you know, we're checking your breath. We're checking your leg length. We're checking all these things and your physiology and the healing in your physiology happens in a moment. What you're actually saying is that the outcome you're seeking may be a little bit down the road because one cellular turnover of different organs and glands does take time, 
right? It takes a couple weeks for your stomach lining to turn over. It takes a couple months to have an entirely new organ system, depending on which organ you're talking about. Maybe six months for a liver, four months for a stomach, things like that, right? Because cells do have a half-life. You know, you have new red blood cells after 120 days. So the outcome of the new cellular expression takes time, but the healing happens in a moment, which is pretty cool. Now, if you are in a state where you are welcoming a new identity emerging through, you are welcoming a new frequency, you are welcoming a new sense of self, sense of cells emerging in your being, then that transformation and the outcome can sometimes, the time can be collapsed, right? Where you start to experience that sooner rather than later. And those of you, and I've, I've done this in certain capacities, right? I'm not preaching from a castle here. But those of you who are attached to your old identity, your old self, may take a little bit, a little bit longer because there's different programs, right, in your neurology. There's different programs that are feeling your cells. And if you are living into an old reality and an old paradigm and an old program of like, I can't heal. I'm always going to be this way. I'm always going to be in this relationship or this is how I've always been or I identify with this, you know, label, identify with this diagnosis, that program and the outcome may take longer to see in physical form because you are affirming it and somaticizing it through your mind. So this is where psychosomatics comes in, right? So those people who are willing to let die parts of them, programs, patterns, they're willing to let die and create a new identity, create a new life, create a new sense of being, oftentimes because their program and their frequency is calling that in, the physical outcome can show up, quote unquote, sooner rather than later. The way I like to describe this is if you, if you see your body as perhaps the hardware, and you see the neurology and the acoustics and the programs of the neurology as more of your software, right? If you have any sort of technology, you understand software updates that happen every single you know, quarter, give or take. What's happening in the work that we do when it comes to network is we are upgrading not only your hardware, but we are also upgrading the software and supporting the hardware to match the new software that we are reprogramming in your physiology. What can happen is if we are working diligently to upgrade the software that's expressed through the hardware, but you're so attached to the old hardware and you want to keep your iPhone 3, but the newest software version is out, then that creates, you see how that can create a dissonance, right? Now, it's important to remember too that your cells are turning over all the time, whether you want to stop them or not. Like, and eventually they're going to re reach a point where there's no more cellular turnover. And that's where we start to see the death process happen. So then we have to ask ourselves, if you are a brand new human being every five to seven years, because of your cellular turnover, your eyes are different, your hair is different, your skin is different, your gut is different. If all of that is different, then why the hell do you have shoulder pain for 20 years? Just a question. Usually the answer is, <laughs> what I found with clients is that your software 
has not been upgraded to match the new hardware that your body is regenerating on a daily basis. So when you can get the software and the hardware aligned and coherent, that's where you have the highest level of coherence and the highest level of vitality. And you are literally choosing to create a new reality down to the thoughts you think, the emotions you have, and the words you speak. This is why myself and Dr. Aaron are very diligent when you say like, oh, but I've had this for 20 years. I've had this shoulder pain for 20 years, or I've had this diagnosis for so long. That is a form of trapping yourself into an identity that either you learn to let go of and create a new identity, or you just live into that, that identity until you die. And you can check me on this in the new research, but your thoughts matter. And what you say to yourself, psych, psycho, right, which means mind, somatic, psychosomatic is the mind-body con- connection. What we say in network is more somatopsychic because we're realizing that the body actually has more influence in the mind than we think. And they're, they're not separate. They are one unit. So I'm sharing this podcast so you can actually invite your mind to support the software and the hardware that we're looking on recreating and regenerating from the inside out. So healing and transformation happen in a moment. But what keeps us from experiencing that outcome is our grip and our attachment to the old version of ourself and ourselves. Because there's safety there, right? There's familiarity. There's commonality. Now, I'm not saying you need to like go into an identity crisis about this, but what would it look like for you to claim a new version of who you actually are? What would it look like for you to claim a different reality, something that really does align with your authentic self? What, could, what would it look like if you could claim that from a physical perspective, from an emotional perspective, from a mind perspective, what would that look like? What do you want to create? Not what someone told you you have, not some identity or label that someone put on you. What do you want to create? And what would it look like to let those other versions of yourself and your cells, they've served, they've served a purpose. Love them and let them go. They've gotten you here. So they've definitely served. It's not that they need to be demonized or felt with guilt and shame. They've gotten you to where you are, which is right here, right now. And what if there's an even more connected, vital, energized version of you being birthed at this very moment? These are just questions to consider in your wholeness journey. So I digress. Journal on this. This one was a little bit more meta. This little sound bite was more meta for you. And to support you in breaking through some of those myths of healing. And it, it takes, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what I say against what I just said. It can take time to adopt these new paradigms of healing. But be open to practicing it. Be open to shifting your perception that you are healing all the time. You are transforming all the time. Your cells, 
give you evidence of that. Biology gives us evidence of that. Chemistry gives us evidence of that every single moment of every single day. You have so much freaking biology and neurochemistry and biochemistry happening at this very moment. You are constantly transforming. You are constantly taking in different chemicals, whether it's oxygen or water or food that you ate, carbon, and you are transforming it into who you really are. That, my friends, is healing. So it's time for you to claim that power right here, right now, and create a new sense of self. And perhaps this new sense of self isn't actually new, but it's the sense of self that you have known for so long is within you, and it's time to let them out. It's time to let them be expressed and not take on these illusions and dismantle all the bullshit that you've taken on that's told you that you can't heal, that's told you that you have to live with that diagnosis. I'm here to tell you that that is all bullshit and the real version of you is inside. So let them out, let them rise, and let them roar. This is Dr. Mel with the Project Lioness podcast. Thanks for jamming with me. Thanks for getting meta with me. I hope this podcast inspired you. Until next time, we are here with the Project Lioness podcast to guide you back in the reclamation of your power, invite you to pursue your purpose, and ultimately inspire you to play all out in life. This is Dr. Mel, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for joining the Project Lioness podcast. Did you find value in today's episode? Help us impact the lives of others by sharing this podcast with someone you know who would resonate and benefit from the Project Lioness message. Excited to hear more? We invite you to subscribe on whatever platform you're tuning in on. And we'd be so grateful for you to leave us a review about what you enjoy most as well as what you'd like to hear more of. Thank you so much for all of your support. Sincerely yours in power, purpose, and play. Dr. Mel with the Project Lioness podcast. Keep rising, keep roaring, and keep inspiring.